Thank you for tuning in to the program. Al John Goat here, still on hiatus. We've got something special for you, though, from The Vault. This is a flashback episode from December 15th, 2015. Myself and Muppet Cast podcast host Steve Swanson team up. Good friend Steve Swanson, former Source Radio DJ, and uh, Muppet Cast host. He's great, so knowledgeable, but we love the Muppets and we wanted to give you some commentary on a Muppet Family Christmas. It is awesome. If you haven't checked out the special, you should. Seek it out wherever you can stream it. It's special. It's got all kinds of Muppets in there from Sesame Street to the Disney's Muppets. So you need to check it out. All right. So enjoy this flashback from December 22nd, 2015. Have a happy holiday. We should be back soon with new episodes. So keep it right here on the Disney List Podcast. I'm Al John Go, co-host of the Disney List Podcast as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock Podcast here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times. So they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, Adventures by Disney? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. I'm Kristen Hetzel, co-host of Dining at Disney Podcast. Every week I chat about dining at Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort and Disney Cruise Line with my fellow foodie, Bubba. We also feature restaurants and food reviews, information to help you plan your dining, Disney food news, recipes, and a monthly panel discussion. Visit DiningAtDisney.com and subscribe to Dining at Disney Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. Dining at Disney Podcast, the happiest plate on earth. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are currently holding for further traffic clearance. Check out Kristen's new website, MagicalJourneysVacations.com. For all your vacation needs, Disney, Universal, Cruise Lines, and more. Thank you for traveling with us. MagicalJourneysVacations.com. Have her book your magical vacation today. You are going to be a force for good and a very important sorcerer. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Are you insane? Broadcasting live from Music City. Walt Disney. WDW Tiki Room, the show about all things Disney. Hey, Michael, me amigo, pay attention, it's Joe time. So it is, and what darling people I have sitting under me. With Kristen and Al John. They better start the show rolling. Welcome to WDW Tea Room, the show about all things Disney on Sorcerer Radio, and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Hope you had a great Hanukkah. 
Hope you have a great Christmas. We are here with uh, former Source of Radio DJ, Good Times Guy, one of our good friends, Mr. Muppet Cast himself, Mr. Steve Swanson. How are you, sir? Hey, Aljon. Good to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Well, it's so good to have you back on Source of Radio and, of course, the Tiki Room. We are friends of Disney and, of course, lovers of the Muppets. And before we get started, I have to say that I'm so glad that your podcast is breaking down every single episode of The Muppets on ABC. That is so that. much fun, isn't it? I love it. I mean, have you know, could you have ever thought that we would have at least half a season, let alone a full season oh, of The Muppets? My gosh, it's been every every week has been a surprise. There's been something new in the news about the show, uh, and then of course watching the show itself. I've covered it on, on my podcast and then there's uh, another friend of mine who uh, we do a weekly kind of a rundown where it's uh it's about a 60 minute version of what well, 60 minutes worth of talk about a half an hour long show i don't know how that works but it's a lot of fun and i'm really enjoying it. i'm i'm kind of sad that we're on break right now actually but uh we'll we'll come back with more episodes with that in february i think well, I, I love it. I think that uh, in every one of the Disney fans out there should give the show a chance. I think early on, yeah. I think a lot of people were like, is this the Muppets I remember? And of course, you and I both know that it's always about the Muppets providing commentary, being relevant, being edgy, because even when the original Muppet show uh, was put out, or when Fraggle Rock started, even when Sesame Street started, it was all about doing something a little bit non, oh, what's the word I'm, they're edgy. Was well, breaking convention, right? That's right, yes. Breaking the mold of what you would expect in in a TV show, and in this case, the Muppet characters themselves. I mean, we know Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy and Fozzie and all those guys, and we've even seen them in a couple movies in the past few years, but they wanted to take these characters and push them a little bit farther, and they're learning how to do that. I mean, quite honestly, there have been some things that have been good and some things that needed work, and uh, I think it's interesting to see the performers and the whole Muppet crew kind of take these characters and push them forward and really to figure out how to do that week after week. You're watching us right now live via Blab and our Twitter. And Steve, why don't you tell people where people can follow you and uh, we'll get going on some of this commentary. Absolutely, yes. Uh, you can find me at the Muppet Cast podcast, which is at MuppetCast.com. My email address, which people always ask me to say, is me, M-E, at MuppetCast. Dot com. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash MuppetCast. You can find the iTunes feed at I- MuppetCast.com slash iTunes. Uh, and my Twitter and Instagram feeds are both at MuppetCast. So we're Very just uh, just about every week there's a new show, and um, we're in the middle of Christmas right now. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely. And uh, and f- go ahead and, and like them and subscribe to their feeds on, on Stitcher and on iTunes right now. Go ahead. You can hit pause right now, if you will. And, of course, <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorcerer Radio, uh, all Disney music all day long. And in just a few weeks, celebrating 15 years of broadcasting the magic. Oh. 2016 will be a huge year for us, Steve. And, of course, you're a big part of the Sorcerer Radio history. We do appreciate oh, you coming on the show. Congratulations yeah. on that. That's I know, right? Yeah. That's right. Wow. Uh, and uh, and thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning us in here on the live Blab and the chat room here on Blab. We do this every now and again uh, when we have some great guests here from the Disney community, as well as actors and uh, a lot of uh, other Disney Imagineers and the like. So 
this is a really cool uh, time being the holidays. And of course, right before we uh, uh, recorded, right before Star Wars, the force awakens <laughs> opens in theater. So go figure, yeah. uh, which, which by the way, every time I, I, I think about Star Wars and the Muppets, I think about that great Mark Hamill episode and uh, I absolutely dig it so much. And I, I think about Steve and his podcast. So it's always a lot of fun. <laughs> so let's go ahead and break down this show. We are here to talk about and provide commentary for a Muppet family Christmas. And this particular show came out way back in the day. And some of our listeners may not have been even born in 1987. But but nonetheless, uh, you know, there it is. Uh, 1987 uh, Muppet family Christmas. And the thing that I remember the most about this is not only the great music and, of course, our Muppets, but it's the first, really, a, a family Christmas. And when I mean family, I mean every single group of the Muppets from the Sesame Street gang to the Fraggles to our yeah. glimpse into what would become the future Muppet babies and, of course, our theater Muppets. They're all here, the Muppet Show gang, all of them here, uh, with a great storyline and just a wonderful well-written piece of TV history coming together in this one foul swoop. I mean, what are your initial (laughs) thoughts when you saw this TV special? Uh, Oh gosh. I think I was probably about third grade or so when this was on TV. So I don't really remember too much of it. Um, It is probably, well, it is one of my absolute favorite specials for the reasons that you just kind of went into there. It's one of the only times uh, as I say that everyone was in the room at the same time, you had the Muppet show crew and Sesame street, Fraggle rock. Um, and you had Jim himself. I mean, even at the end of this, Jim makes an appearance and it's spoiler. Of, <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm, I hope you've seen it by now. And if you yeah, have, right. well, it's on YouTube, but, yeah. uh, there's, there's so much going on in this special. And it's, it's really, a, it's just a, a great excuse to get everyone together to sing some Christmas carols. And it's got some moments that you'll never, you, you can never match from the Muppets at any point after that. I mean, there have been, I think I'm well documented on record as saying the Muppets at Christmas are my absolute favorite thing. Um, this is probably one of my, uh, very, very favorites because they could do things in this special that they couldn't do ever again. You're absolutely right. It is a very, very cool slice of time that you say will never be repeated again for so many different reasons. And although the Muppet fans wish it would, um, I don't think we'll ever see the likes of this ever happening on uh, ever happening again, to be well, I honest. Think, I don't think even uh, legally they could just because who, of who owns what now. You know, Disney owns the uh, the Kermit and the gang and then Sesame Workshop is a complete separate entity. And the Henson Company owns the Fraggles and all that. So now you have a bunch of people who, yes, are all friends and get along well. But logistically, it's just it's impossible because of, uh, of copyrights and, and uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. So to follow the story, and this, I'm, I'm just grabbing this from IMDb. They make such a great job. Uh, Chad Burris wrote this, <laughs> this following piece. When Fozzie and the Muppet Show gang drop in unexpectedly on Fozzie's mother, she is forced to cancel her winter vacation plans and entertain them all. Soon the Sesame Street gang comes by as carolers and Kermit and his nephew Robin discover a fraggle rock hole in the basement. A snowstorm blows in, stranding everyone in the house 
except for Miss Piggy, who arrives just in time for all the Muppets to celebrate Christmas together. And wow, short, succinct, and exactly yeah. what happens. <laughs> I, that's the Reader's Digest version, yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, for people that aren't familiar, as you alluded to, you can see this if you search for the Muppets, uh, a Muppet Family Christmas 1987 on YouTube. And I believe the version, if you, if you look that up, is the entire broadcast program, um, hmm. which you can't find on DVD. Now, you, yeah. I believe it may yeah. even be out of print. You might be able to find a few copies through our Amazon link. Uh, if you're able to uh, check it out, but it's not the version that was originally aired. Um, Steve, can you shed some light on what exactly happened maybe in this, in this process and why we weren't able to see the entire special? Yeah. I mean, basically it was um, when it was first broadcast, they had secured all the rights to all these Christmas songs, because even though we all know and love these songs and we sing them every year and we sing them all the time, um, somebody owns all those songs and uh, the right people have to be paid and copyrights have to be f- fulfilled and all that kind of stuff. And in 1987, when it was broadcast, all that stuff was, was lined up. It was great. It was good to go. Um, now some of those agreements have expired. And in the recent years, when it has been republished on DVD and, and probably various other mediums, uh, those same copyrights, uh, because some of those weren't in place, it, it meant that they had to cut out a few of the songs. So uh, Statler and Waldorf sing a song that eventually had to go, as did uh, one of the songs from Miss Piggy. She sang uh, Home from the Holidays, and that's there in the original, but they just did a fast cut back to uh, Kermit from Doc, I think, after that scene. Um, and uh, some of the some of the folks actually in the audience here will probably know exactly what I'm talking about, looking over some of the names here. So um, just some minor cuts. You know, it's a few minutes shorter than the original, but content-wise, and you're not gonna you're gonna miss a couple songs, but you're not gonna miss any characters, and you're, you're you know, there's not any major moments that you miss out. So it's still definitely worth using your Amazon link for. If you don't have it, people should go and seek that out. Absolutely. First act, you see the uh, Muppet gang all arriving and basically spoiling Fozzie's mother's. <laughs> she, yeah, by the that, way, that looks, Emily Bear. Yeah. looks just like Fozzie, by the way. <laughs> not well thought out. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but they're getting ready to go uh, on their, I say, summer vacation. But, you know, they are going to get out and they're going to go where it's definitely much warmer. And, of course, it's uh, spoiled by all the Muppets and the Muppet Show gang showing up. And the Electric Mayhem Band sets up in the living room, and uh, they start singing. And I, I love it because you get to see the entire Electric Mayhem Band just uh, setting up shop. And it's like, hey, you know, Janice pulls out her Les Paul, which is great for me, <laughs> you know. Exactly, yeah. And, yep. and uh, they start rocking out. but um, And then we get, basically get uh, the establishment of a... Uh, I guess a, a B storyline that gets woven through, which is the invitation of the Christmas turkey uh, by the Swedish yep. chef. And um, what, what are there? Yeah, what are your, some of your your thoughts on this first act and uh, and uh, and how it basically is being set up? Well, it's I mean it's the Muppets in their in their truest form. Nothing ever works out the way it's supposed to. But you know what? They they take what they've got and they fly with it, right? So the band sets up. Um, it doesn't take the Swedish chef any time at all to set up in the kitchen and get going on. Uh, he's got his uh, Christmas turkey coming over. He invited a turkey. So come on. 
and uh, quite a crafty bird it is. Uh, as I mentioned, Steve Whitmire, who now performs Kermit the Frog, mm-hmm. uh, he played the part of the turkey. Gonzo tries to save the turkey at the outset until he, as I think we're going to talk about a little bit, he catches the turkey flirting with his chicken girlfriend. <laughs> um yeah, there's just so many dimensions of the Muppets, right? Yeah, um, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, it just it basically kind of sets it up of of uh, yeah, we're going to surprise Fozzie's mom, who unbeknownst to Fozzie has been taking surfing lessons for the last six months because she had plans to go uh, spend Christmas in Malibu. So that plan's shot. Um, but Doc and Sprocket, who were the first two people to arrive in the house, uh, they rented the house to spend Christmas. So again, you have the, all these different characters who never would have met in, well, I was about to say real life, but yeah. yeah. That's, um, <laughs> in the Muppet universe. It's the WDW Tiki Room with Kristen and Al John. Who's Velocistar 237? Oh, that's just a dinosaur toy down the street. That's nothing. Let me just take care of that. It's the dinosaur. Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com. The next generation is here. Yeah. Next stage, next stage, next grade, next wave. The new Sorcerer Radio app, version 4.0. Take your favorite Disney Park music and SR shows with you everywhere you go. The new Sorcerer Radio app, version 4.0. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. We went back to the drawing board with an all new design and features that you've been asking for. New infinity. And beyond! All new design, daily schedule page, Sorcerer Radio Disney News page, keep on screen, sleep timer, screen lock display, Bluetooth display, visual buffer, iOS 8 compatible, iPad compatible, optimized for the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus, coming soon to Android. And the best part, it's free. Download. The new Sorcerer Radio app, version 4.0. Downloaded for free. Thank you for traveling with us. All Disney music all day long, Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. This is the best idea we've had in years. Christmas at my mother's farm. Sounds great, Fozzie, but don't you think we should have called your mother to let her know we were coming? Oh, how little you understand bears, Kermit. My mother loves surprises. Good thing she's in for beauty. Surprise, surprise! You see, I know what she is doing this very second. There she is in the old farmhouse on the snowy hill. Nice and cozy. By a roaring fire. Oh, the Christmas decorations will be up, and Ma will be in her rocking chair, knitted, and feeling just a little sad that she's all alone for the holidays. Hail the plane leaves for California in three hours. Ho ho! Christmas in Malibu. Oh, I'm going to lie on the beach and catch some rays. Waka waka! Oh, this is going to be such a surprise! Fall out the holly, turn on the brightest string out. Lights we've ever seen, slice up the fruitcake. It's gonna be hung some tinsel on that evergreen bough. 
everything. Here's the airline ticket, my suntan lotion. Come in. Hello, is this Grizzly Farm? Oh, you must be the renter. Come in, come in. Yes, yes, I'm Doc. Are you my landlady? No, Sprocket, I didn't know I was renting from a bear. Oh, oh, mind your step. Be careful. There's an icy patch there. I'm just so glad there's someone going to be staying in the house while I'm gone. Yes, well, well, Sprocket and I, he's my dog, Sprocket. We're certainly delighted to be renting the place. We've been wanting to spend a nice, quiet Christmas in the country. You've come to the right place. Put your things in the bedroom at the top of the stairs. Now, who could that be? Ta-da! Merry Christmas! Son! Mom! Ah! Oh, it's so good to see uh, you. Well, well, what the... A uh, uh, surprise! No, no, the real surprise is... I brought all my friends with me! What? Merry Christmas! Glad to see us all? Well, I should say. Excuse me, Miss Bear. Remember me? I rented this place to have a nice, quiet Christmas. Peace on earth. Give me present. <laughs> be careful, Sprocket. These could be from some foreign planet. Actually, they're from television. I recognize Bozzy's weirdo friends. Yeah, we're proud of it, too. <laughs> Why am I here? Brocket, I think everything like these fraggles you keep telling me about. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, Mom, 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 I want you to meet someone. This is my boss, my friend, my inspiration, oh. the one who gave me my big break in the show business, Kermit. Oh, yeah, the lizard. Uh, uh, well, Frog, actually. Uh, listen, Mrs. Bear, you know, I know there are an awful lot of us here. Oh, and don't so I just... you worry about it. There's plenty of room for everybody. Excuse me. You promised me a nice, quiet Christmas. You think you're disappointed? I just took three months of surfing lessons for zip. Telephone! Telephone! Uh, uh, that's just animal. <laughs> hello, hello, hello! Give me Show presents! Show welcome Oh, pig. Uh, hello? Uh, piggy? My dear sir, it's you! Uh, yes, Piggy, it's me. Hey, listen, where are you? You were supposed to come up to the farmhouse with us. Oh, I know, Kermie, but I forgot about the teensy-weensy photo session I just scheduled. <laughs> okay, now give me more over the shoulder, honey. Hold it. Uh, well, well, hurry up. Do not worry so, my little green hunk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, couldn't be nicer. Thank you. My chauffeur, Jerome, is ready to whisk me away into your arms at the farmhouse. <laughs> oh, beautiful, beautiful. I must go now. I'm rather busy. Can we see you soon? Okay, bye. Kissy, kissy. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 now do that pouty thing. Oh, yes. Do that pouty thing. Oh, oh, fabulous. You'll find more bedrooms up the stairs. But those are our bedrooms. We rented this place. <laughs> Not more. Fuzzy, get that door. Okay, Mom. Up the stairs. Swedish chef. Lila, you. 
You're a turkey. Of course. Uh, come on outside. We got to talk. And then the chicken and the cookies. We're sure that there are rats and chickens here. We always have rats and chickens. Listen, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time now. Take a walk. Fly south for the winter. Anything. I was invited for Christmas by some guy who spoke Swedish. Oh, brother. Got a white chef's hat on. Sounds like a nice vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, that guy is a chef. Don't you realize it could be very dangerous for turkeys around here? Not to worry. I'm a survivor. Now, where's my room? If you're not careful, it'll be in the oven. So long, bucko. <laughs> See you at dinner. Uh, what seems to be the trouble, Fuzzy? The chef is a little bit angry because of all the rats and chickens in his kitchen. Uh, well, how about we send them to his bedroom instead? Oh, yeah, chicken, the rat, and the books, the books, go. All right, let's go. Come on, head him out. Okay. Yeah, go up to the bedroom. Up to the bedroom. Yes, here we go, guys. Another crisis solved. Boy, there sure are a lot of us here. Well, whole family's starting to come together. We always come together at Christmas. Yeah, life would just pass in a blur if it weren't for times like this. Hmm? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bell swing and jingle bell ring. Snowing and blowing up bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Yeah. Jingle bells chime in jingle bell time. Oh. Dancing and prancing in jingle bell square. Yeah. In across the air. What a bright time, it's the right time to rock the night away. Away. Jingle bell time. Get up, jingle horse, pick up your feet. Jingle around the clock. Mix and mingle in a jingling beat. That's the jingle bell rock. Just bring it inside, guys. Thanks. Yo, Fuzzy, I finally made it. Hey, Ralph, welcome. Are you late? Yeah, I've been chasing the truck all the way, and boy, am I exhausted. <laughs> oh, I get truck exhaust. That's funny. Yeah, that's a dog joke. Oh, go inside and tell Mom that. Gotcha. She loves canine humor. Okay, boys, put it over there in the corner. Ah, Doc, let's get this holly up here. Oh, Mrs. Bear, I've been chasing the truck, and boy, what? Oh, my. 
I guess Fozzie didn't tell you about the icy patch. Uh, yeah, I guess he didn't. Anyhow, my name's Ralph the dog. I come for the holidays. More? More people? <sighs> I'll go out and see if there's a spare pillow in the kennel. Huh? <gasps> <gasps> Woof, woof! Yeah, bark, bark! Oh, Don't yeah. you just hate it when you can't speak the language? Aha! Mm -hmm. Just what I was looking for. Look at this little beauty. Whoa! Boy, is this piano out of tune! I love out of tune pianos. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, out here it's lovely weather for a bear and a snowman like you. Out here the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Ah, come on, it's lovely weather for a bear and a snowman like you. Hey, that's pretty good harmony for a snowman. Actually, I'm a snowman. What's a snowman? Nothing's a snowman. What's a snow with you? There's a Christmas party at the home of Fuzzy Bear. Perfect party with my friends all there. We'll be singing the songs we love to sing without a single stop. At the fireplace while we watch the chestnuts pop, 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 pop. But seriously, Fuzzy, what do you think of the weather we're having? It's so cold. How cold is it? It's so cold that when I opened my refrigerator this morning, there was a polar bear inside trying to keep warm. Oh. <laughs> but it's always cold at Christmas. Ah, uh, Christmas. Time for Santa Claus and his eight prancing reindeer. That's reindeer. No. That's snow, darling! Ah! Out here the snow is falling, friends are coming to you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a Christmas together with you! Man, you guys are the funniest comedy teams in the business! Stay right where you are! Everybody, it's me, Mickey Mouse. Hi, I'm Brett Island, the voice of Mickey Mouse. You're listening to WDW Tiki Room with Kristen and Al John. We get to say the magic word. Sorcerer Radio. The the Christmas time is great because the Muppets are or they have so many great Christmas uh specials over the course of the year. And um it's just something special. Christmas to me was Charlie Brown and the Muppets. And it was a very special time. And I fell in love with, uh, with the Muppets at a very early age, like many of you out there. There you go. There's Steve. Oh, yeah. right there. there he is. Hey, here I am. Okay. Hey, there he And he's back. <laughs> so, uh, we're just talking a little bit about how, um, early on I, I fell in love with the Muppets when I was a child growing up with the, with the, um, the Muppet show, of course. Yes. And then how the holidays to me was always about a Muppets Christmas special and uh, watching Charlie Brown, uh, in particular. Uh, so those are fond memories for me. And I'm sure you could probably echo the same thing about all the different Muppet specials that they put together for Christmas. I don't know if there's, another entity out there that has done as many Christmas specials as the Muppets. 
You know, I, I don't think so. Well, I don't know of any of many entertainment entities that have been around as long as the Muppets. Um, mm-hmm. And you talk about connecting it in with, with Charlie Brown, though. I mean, I, I, I love I, I think I like Charlie Brown for the same reason that I like uh, a lot of the Muppet stuff. Um, in one sense, it's the music. Right. I mean, that iconic music from Charlie Brown. And then you have, well, tying it back to a Muppet Family Christmas here. It's nothing but a bunch of classic Christmas songs. Um, yeah. And, and so I, I think the Muppets uh, singing anything is, is great. But when they cover those Christmas songs that we all have grown up with, and now there's a collection of Muppet Christmas specials that we've all grown up with. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think this, this special is such a great form for that. Absolutely. Before we move on into our kind of discussion into the next act, I think we, I'd be remiss. We'd be remiss if we didn't even talk about the cast for heaven's sake. This uh, is an all-star cast of Muppet performers of the likes you've never uh, seen and will never see again, mm -hmm. you know, from everyone from uh, Richard Hunt, you know, one of our favorites, Jerry Nelson, Frank Oz, Jim Henson, as you said, Steve Whitmire earlier, um, Carol Spinney there, Big Bird Mm -hmm. and Oscar. I mean, the list goes on and on. Once again, you know, what just reading the list brings back so many memories of these great Muppet performers. Steve, what yeah. are some of your uh, memories of, of these folks? And, of course, uh, maybe you can provide some extra insight as you've covered this many uh, special many times on your podcast. Well, I mean, I, I know some of the um, some of the stuff that I've been told just throughout the years on since on, on my covering this show. Uh, Richard Hunt, one of my favorite performers. Um, and interesting because I didn't really get to know Richard until, uh, well, the last few years doing the show. I, I, the Muppet cast has been around, uh, just over eight and a half years now. And so I've gotten to know some of the people who knew Richard very well. And I feel like I've gotten to know Richard through their stories and through meeting some of his family. And this special was one of the last ones that he worked on. Um, his, fe- his health was even failing at this point in 1987. Uh, and then he passed away, of course, in 1992. So um, he was still a big part of this, but um, his physical strength was was not what it once was. So he would, you know, perform a puppet and then have to hand it off and then go read the New York Times and make snarky comments from the sidelines like he was prone to do. Uh, and then, of course, you know, you mentioned Jerry Nelson, another huge favorite of mine. I mean, just what a an, a, an immense talent and an immense heart in a man. And uh, I, I love some of the scenes where he actually and there's there's a scene toward the end. Uh, I forget which specific two characters, but I know Floyd Pepper was one of them. Jerry's one of Jerry's main characters was Floyd Pepper. And um, there was a, a something about uh, they were talking about where Animal was going to have to sleep. And oh, I know what it was. Uh, Jerry performs Emily Bear as well. Mm-hmm. So there's Frank Oz as Animal there in the middle, and then Emily Bear and Floyd Pepper. And um, Emily and Floyd have to have a conversation with each other. And so I forget who was performing Floyd, but it wasn't Jerry. Uh, Jerry was performing Emily Bear, Fozzie's mother. Because, and the, only, the reason I know that is because uh, I think it was Craig Shimon was telling me this story. Um, Jerry did the line and performed Emily's line. And then his cue to the person performing Floyd was he would give a little grunt in Floyd's voice, which the, you don't have to have a mouth move for a grunt. So he could just grunt. And that was the, the puppeteer's cue. He's like, I'm about to talk like Floyd, so get ready. 
Uh, so just these these technical kind of things were like, how do these guys even do this? You know, there there were, I mean, it, it, there were not many of them. You know, I mean, we we like there's so many Muppet characters out there. There's hundreds, and it's done by a relatively small number of people. So you do have a lot of extra puppeteers and people who are Muppet performers, but whose voices you might not know. Uh, or at least might not be aware of. And some of the people who are voicing characters now weren't doing so then, but they were still quote unquote hired hands as puppeteers. And so, um, so you had a lot of that stuff going on in something like this was a very, very demanding show. Almost think of like the, the last scene in the Muppet movie where there's all those hundreds of puppets. You kind of had the same thing going on here. It was just in the the set of uh, someone's living room, so they're all really squished together. And as a puppeteer, I just don't want to be that close to someone. Maybe I mean, me. it's very close quarters. I yeah, I'm thinking and watching this back with a fresh set of eyes because it's been a couple of years since I've seen it, and I'm watching it again, going, "My goodness, how on earth could they have pulled this off?" Because as you said. You know, I, I wasn't privy to the fact that uh, they were doing all of those uh, vocal cues right then and there. I figured they may have overdubbed them, mm-hmm. and, and they may have done done a little bit of, of post production on it. But to yeah. see the tremendous amount of humanity involved in puppeteering those those characters in some of the biggest musical numbers and in the finale, I'm thinking to myself, even when the, the, well, I'm going to jump ahead. So, uh, well, I'm going to not jump ahead. I'm going to just stop right there (laughs) because there's so much to cover um, in this, but it, that is absolutely amazing. Uh, just the, the production quality and the way they're able to do it. In a lot of, uh, circumstances, I liken the Muppets to, you know, really theater. It's so theatrical what they're doing, yeah. all of these people and, um, you know, very much a, a lost art form. And that's what makes me so happy when I see the Muppets today in 2015. I'm looking at, looking at the production going, there are people and human beings. It's not CGI. It's, you know, well, some of it is, but, you know, you, you you see these people do it, and for the most part, they're they're people. Yeah, they're you know? they're all acting right there in the space with these characters, with these puppets. And and one of the really nice things about uh, a production like Muppet Family Christmas, and something that honestly made it easier for the puppeteers, is think of like the Muppet Show, where there's always a human that they're interacting with, or, or some of the movies where they're, they're on set with, you know, there's Muppets and people in the space together. Well, those people have to stand on a floor that has holes in it. So they have to kind of tiptoe and walk around on planks that are, you know, it's, it's very thin. We, we see the illusion and get the illusion that it's one solid surface underneath all these characters, human and Muppet. And in this particular special, Doc was the only human and, and he wasn't in nearly in every scene. So they didn't have to navigate around um, all these different lanes cut into floorboards all the time. So you could have, you know, tons of characters interacting together, as you do in so many scenes. There are so many puppets that are crowded into just about every scene in this. Now a word from the voice of Disney California Adventure, Camille Dixon. In just a few minutes, the lights surrounding Paradise Bay will be dimmed so you can fully experience Disney's thrilling nighttime spectacular, World of Color. Hi, this is Camille Dixon, the voice of Disney California Adventure, and you're listening to Sorcerer Radio. 
generation is here. Yeah. Next phase, next stage, next grade, next wave. The new Sorcerer Radio app, version 4.0. Take your favorite Disney park music and SR shows with you everywhere you go. The new Sorcerer Radio app, version 4.0. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. We went back to the drawing board with an all-new design and features that you've been asking for. To infinity and beyond! All-new design, daily schedule page, Sorcerer Radio Disney News page, keep on screen, sleep timer, screen lock display, Bluetooth display, visual buffer, iOS 8 compatible, iPad compatible, optimized for the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus, coming soon to Android. And the best part, it's free. Download. The new Sorcerer Radio app, version 4.0. Downloaded for free. Thank you for traveling with us. All the same music all day long. Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com. Tremor, where are you? In the kitchen, Fozzie. Oh, I got some wonderful news. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Let me tell you about this new act I found. I, you know, I listened to this. I'm listening. I, yeah, I was outside building a snowman. Just a second. And, oh, come on, wait, wait, wait. Come on, see. Hello, Emily Bears resident. Aww. This is Kermit the Frog. Oh, hi, Piggy. Sure, you know, welcome I just wanted to tell you I have an itsy bit of Christmas shopping to do before I come out to the farmhouse. But, Piggy, tonight's Christmas Eve. <laughs> Not never you fear, dear. I shall be there soon. Ta-ta. Ooh, green fuzzy flipper slippers. Oh, divine. Have them get proud. <laughs> Come on, come on. Now can I tell you about my new act? I'm all ears. What can that be? What do you mean he's all ears? Frogs don't even have ears. This is my dog's prophet. He is not a Christmas turkey. This mecca gobble gobble fifth I don't care if the turkey says the dog is a turkey. The dog is not the turkey. The turkey's the turkey. You turkey. Come on, gobble gobble goofy woofy. <laughs> this is starting to be fun. <laughs> Whoa, speaking of fun, hey, Mom, how you doing? Hey, Kermit, look what I have. It's home movies. I found this old film in the closet. It's the very first Christmas the Muppets ever spent together. Ooh. Great, I haven't seen that film in years. Turn off the lights and roll the film. It's Miss Ham Hot when she was just a little sausage roll. You were still in diapers in those days. Ma. Oh, look, there's Ralph, but he was a wee puppy. Not so wee. I was paper trained. <laughs> Some little devil I was. Oh, animal. Oh, animal. Yep, some things never change. Oh, that was fun. Even weirdos are cute when they're babies. I knew you'd learn to love us. I didn't say that. I tell you, Chicken Little, you're my kind of poultry. Uh, Camilla, what's going on here? You got some drumsticks there, my fine-feathered mama. Uh, But but, but Camilla's my girlfriend. 
You've got to be kidding. You're not even a bird. Well, nobody's perfect. Come on, Ninny Penny. Let's me and you go out to the farmyard for a little friendly scratching and squawking. Oh, all right. Uh, Cut that. Does it? Let me at him. I'm going to rip off his uh, waddle. You and what other nerds? Come on, put up your wings, turkey toes. Why, you're pulling my leg, holes nose. Well, I'll be pulling your, your wishbone, cranberry breath. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mark! What do I hear? You hear me about to make some turkey hash. I no, like no, listen. Me thinks me hears carolers. Here we come, a caroling among the leaves so green. Here we come, a wandering so fair to be seen. Love and joy come to you, and to you glad tidings too. And God bless you and send you a happy new year. And God send you a happy new year. It's the Sesame Street gang. Merry Christmas from Sesame Street. Halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Don we now our gay apparel. Fa la 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 la. Troll the ancient Yuletide carol. Fa la 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 la. Okay, Ernie, you're next. See the blazing Yule before us. Fa la 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 la. Strike the heart and join the chorus. Fa la 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 la. I will not sing this song. Fa la 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 la. While I count the Yule by treasure. Fa la 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 la. Your turn, Harry Monster. Pass the way the old year passes. Fa la 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 la. Lads and lasses, la 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 la, sing ye joyous all together, la 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 la. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, it's the season to be To have everyone here, you can feel the peace of the holiday season. Oh, went, wow! oh, oh, well, Doc, you know what this means? Sprocket and I will have to give up our hammock in the attic, right? Either that or Bill Bunkhead's in the broom closet. Sprocket, go get me a hammer, will you? Oh, hi there. Hey, we're Ernie and Bert. Yeah. Well, hi there yourself. I'm Doc. Oh, did you know that Doc starts with the letter D? Why? Yes. Yes. Yes starts with the letter Y. Yeah. True. And true starts with the letter D. Hey, what is this? Where we come from, this is small talk. <laughs> Whatever you say. Well, it's nice to meet you, but I've got to go and build some bunk beds. Bunk, bunk beds. beds. C words. Ah. Hey, hey, hey. No, no, no. You got me wrong. I'm a dairy cow. No, no, no. Do this birdie. Hey, all right. Okay. I'm, I'm, ah. I'm a birdie, I'm a birdie, I'm a seagull, all right? No, 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 gobbler, gobbler. Okay, all right, I admit it, I admit it. The jig is up. Here I am, the Christmas turkey. Eat toskishnu. Ow, hey, watch it there, will you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I recognize it now. This is the, this is the traditional fitting, right, to see if the roasting pan is big enough for the nice fat bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gobbler, gobbler, torky, fitsky, whitsky. Of course, uh, before we go any further, uh, there is one thing I think you should see. New miscuistness, gobbler, gobbler, snooze. If you think I'm a nice fat bird, look at this! Oh, York! Loose, no 
Gobbler Humongo. Painted the truth. <laughs> hey, everyone, quiet down. There's a bulletin on TV. And now for this news flash. The worst blizzard in 50 years is approaching us at a great rate. The Weather Service reports that barometers are falling sharply. Oh, no! <laughs> He's right! Look at the snow! One snowflake, two snowflakes, but three snowflakes. Miss Piggy's out there in that storm. All right, the huge canary sleeps in the attic with the cookie eater. Check. The blue monster said he'd sleep in the bathtub. Check. And uh, Ernie and Bert will bunk out with a lizard here. Uh, uh frog, a uh, Kermit the Frog. Uh, what about Oscar? No, I'll be nicely miserable with my trash can here. Hey, maybe I could bunk out here with you. Ah, I've never had a rat in my trash can before. That might be nice. <laughs> hey, everybody, look what I've got. Christmas cookies! Cookies! Oh, thank you. Who was that strange blue creature? That my kind of fella. Ah! Hey, everybody, it's time to rehearse our Sesame Street pageant. It's called, Was the Night Before Christmas? Come on out, Bert. I won't. Come on, Bert. All right, please don't make me. Oh, Bert, listen, everybody's waiting. <laughs> Ernie, why must you always humiliate me? Come on, Bert. Somebody has to play Mama, and you lost the toss. All right, well, just get it over with. Okay. <laughs> Was the Night Before Christmas by Clement Moore. Hit it, Rolf. Was the Night Before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Cue the mouse. I'm here. I'm here. Get the silver mouse is here. What's a ball for? Oh, uh, so you can see that I am not stirring. Note how the hand never touches the spoon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, public. Thank you. Thank you. Aren't they adorable? Hey, don't encourage them. Not even a mouse. Mama in her kerchief. That's you, Bert. I know, I know. And I and my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. Went out on the lawn there and rose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Open a curtain! Monsters? Is reindeer? This is crazy. Where's Santa Claus? Don't worry, Bert. We're getting to him. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. Hello! <laughs> There's nothing sacred. Now, wait a minute. Now, who let the two-headed monster be Santa Claus? Yeah, but Bertie said he'd never been in a play before. I mean, they said it. Uh, both of them said it. Just go to the big finish, will you, please? Okay, but I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight. Merry Christmas to all and to all. seen the weather? There's a real storm out there. Oh, Lordy, I haven't seen a sky like that since a blizzard of 41. I tell you, Mr. Lizard, it's a good thing all your friends are safe and warm inside the farmhouse. Yeah, but all my friends are not safe and warm. Sorry to hear that. It's cold enough out there to freeze your Winnebago. Hello? Hello, Kermie. I finished my shopping. Unfortunately, Jerome got 
got the limo stuck in the snowbank. <laughs> so I'll just have to catch a taxi to the farmhouse. Listen, Piggy, there's a terrible storm outside, and I really think it's too dangerous to travel. So why don't you wait for the storm to end before you join us? Nonsense! And miss my Christmas Eve with Boo? It's just a little bit of snow. See you soon. Bye-bye. Miss Piggy will be all right. Kermit? Kermit, you look worried. I know exactly what you need. Comedy. What? Yeah, come on. Now's the time for you to meet my new partner. Well, well who's your new partner? A snowman. The heck you say? Yeah, yeah, come on outside. We'll do our act for you. Outside? Fozzie, it's too cold to go outside. It's not cold. It is cold. It's not cold. <laughs> Can I come in and warm up? Okay, so it's cold. Uh, I'm Kermit the Frog. You must be Fozzie's new partner. I'll say, we're terrific. Yeah, yeah, come on. You are coming in a snowman, but you are going out a star. Hey, 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 everybody, would you like to see our new act? We'd love to see your act. In fact, we'd hate to miss your act. In fact, we'd love to hate your act. (laughs) Statler, Waldorf, where'd you guys come from? They're friends of mine, Fozzie. They come visit me every Christmas. My mother is friends with you guys? These two comics are made for each other. The snowman is ice cold and the bear's not so hot. Oh, Oh, please. After all, there's no business like snow business. (laughs) Come on, ignore him. Uh, Snowman, do a straight line. Here we go. Okay. Hey, Fuzzy. Yes, Mr. Snowman. Did you hear about the church that burned down? Holy smoke! (laughs) That was our best joke. Oh, that does it, Fozzie. Forget the act. I'm starting to melt. It's too hot in here. Well, you know what they say. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the farmhouse. (laughs) Come on, you'll be okay in the back porch. Boy, that storm is really getting worse. Yeah, I hope Miss Piggy is okay. There is one worried frog. Aha! That's one! One worried frog! Oh, he's not the only one. That's two! Two worried frogs! Ah, 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 ah. Search me more small talk, I think. Hey, I better go out and get some firewood. Then you're moving into the other storyline, which is Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy is out there doing a photo shoot. A glamour shot, photo shoot. Yeah. Yeah. All the cheesy movements that you know that Miss Piggy does. And what, I mean, and the voice of Miss Piggy, unmistakable. You know, I, I, so many years I've forgotten, you know, and of course watching the new Muppet show, the new performers are doing a great job at it. But I listened back to it and I go, that's Miss Piggy. It is. Yes. You know, that is Frank Oz. Very, very good job. Yeah, um, that is. That's Frank. So, I mean, it's all Frank. It is Frank. And, uh, oh, and, uh, at, uh, Donald's on the, uh, uh. <laughs> the chat room says, 
Watch out for the patch of ice. Yeah, well, the icy patch. Watch out pad. for the, uh, the running gag. Watch out for the icy patch. You there is that always one. that great and then running gag. Uh, it's cold enough to freeze your Winnebago, my other That's favorite right. running That's gag. That's right. That's right. Yes. But Miss Piggy is, uh, what a heartwarming bee story. You know, she mm-hmm. is trying. She took a last-minute job. She's trying to get to her friends. But the storm is moving in. And then you see Miss Piggy do her very best and doing her best to brave the weather you know, uh, she goes out there. She nearly gets blown away by a snow drift. And then the taxi gets stuck in a mud bank and she gets mud all over her snout. Which and at the technical feat with a puppet that you're interested in preserving is hard to, to, uh, to do. They, they had, they had went through several different concoctions of TV mud to cover the puppet with that so that they knew that they could clean it off and, you know, it'd still be salvageable. <sighs> I mean, I thought about that scene too, and I'm like, surely that's not like coffee grounds or something, you know, it's gotta be, cause, you know, those Muppets yeah. are very porous. See, you know, you're gonna ruin a Muppet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, man. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, so we're talking about that. Then, of course, we were talking earlier about the Swedish chef. We get introduced to, uh, Fozzie, who happens to find, uh, a snowman who's crooning outside with the rest of the, uh, the animals in the forest. Um, and I have to ask you this because this has been, I've been thinking about it and researching it, looking at the, you know, the Muppet, uh, the Muppet wiki. And I'm thinking to myself of all the different characters and animals throughout the, the, the span of the Muppets in its various incarnations through the decades. Why is there only one mention of a Muppet cat and it doesn't even have a name? Why? That's there are no cats. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I, I think because cats are, are a little bit harder to build as puppets than dogs and make them pals. <laughs> there, there was never a show called Cat City. It was just Dog City, you know. I know, right? No, oh. I, there there really are not many. Um, there's only well, the Muppet musicians, the, the Muppet musicians of Bremen have a cat. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the What's older it? productions, I guess, have cats. Like even pre 1987, but. Yeah, they don't do too many. Not they don't many do calls. too many cats. I, 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 I challenge ABC and the Muppets <laughs> to come out with in 2016 and maybe they read our minds. Maybe so. Where is the Muppet cat? Because, you know, Muppet video, um, uh, cat videos are all the rage. Well, and I am a cat owner and a cat lover. I love dogs too. Don't get me wrong, but oh. we have to have a Muppet cat with a name. Well, uh, I, I just thought of one. Okay. Uh, Fraggle Rock has Fluffinella. Which is Ned Shilmavini's cat. There you now, are. we don't really see her as a puppet. She's more of like a prop that gets thrown through the door because she, boy, she and Sprocket do not get along. And so the minute I, that door flew up, right. that cat was, it was right in there. So. You're right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you, you still have a very good point. There are not many Muppet cats. They are few and far between. Yes. Yes. So I, I, we, ne- we need to, we need to lobby for a, uh, a Muppet cat in there. Um, of course, the hijinks continues. Um, we've got, uh, the hijinks. Jinks with uh, the rest of the Muppets and the turkey kind of uh, gathering around. And, I, you know, the turkey is a very interesting character. He is. Because he is just, he's a hes a little shady. He is wearing his glasses and everything. He's kind of a shyster. But um, he's doing his best to try to avoid uh, detection and avoiding the Swedish chef at all costs at this point. He knows what, he knows what time it is. Um, yeah. And then here we are. The, the moment we've all been waiting for, the Sesame Street gang invades the house. 
Yes. They are caroling. And as I watch this, I see the, the, the Sesame Street gang and they keep on coming. They keep on coming. Mm-hmm. They keep on coming. And there is a huge line of them. I mean, it looks to me easily like there's at least 60 Muppet Street characters <laughs> outside the one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, this to me was so heartwarming uh, to see, to see all of those characters intermingling. It's kind of like the Laugh Olympics. You know, when I look back at it and I see the Laugh Olympics and I'm going, wow, I've never seen any of these Hanna-Barbera characters ever intermingle. And now I'm seeing them all on the same show. Yeah. You, ha- you must have felt the same kind of situation. Absolutely. I mean, it's. It's one thing to to watch the Muppet Show and you see those characters and they kind of have their own chemistry and their own stories that get told between them and their their own Muppet duos, you know, Kermit and Fozzie and all that kind of thing. And then you see the same kinds of things happening in Sesame Street, uh, like Bert and Ernie, the same two performers, but such a different dynamic between the characters which means that different dynamics between the performers come out too. And that's what's one of the things that's been really rewarding for me, um, learning about all this stuff through the Muppet cast and getting to tell these stories that people who are interested can, you know, finally hear. Um, and we, with all the, I, I love Sesame Street, especially for all the monsters. And I think they're, they just threw every monster that they had at the wall in this special because they kept coming. Elmo was, it was in this one. Oh uh, yes. He, he wasn't the Elmo of today, but he was there. Uh, and of course, Grover and Cookie Monster and you got to see Cookie Monster meet Animal, which is, it was great, uh, cause they're both Frank characters, but they're so, and they're so similar yet so different. I love yes. that about those two. I love that about just that little interaction. So cool. Um, and then of course, when you throw the Fraggles into it, now the Fraggles kind of stayed away. I mean, you had, uh, Kermit and Robin who went out and kind of ventured into the Fraggles world and the Fraggles come upstairs for the singing at the very end, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But, um, they, they kind of stayed as their own thing, but even still, just the, to finally see these worlds, I was about to say collide. You know what? I'm going to stick with that to see them collide like this in a very Muppety fashion and to see that it all just works. Even you don't really even question, wait, how in the world do these groups of characters know each other? Is there, was there a big family reunion that we didn't know about like back in July? But it, it just, it all just works. You know, you're absolutely right in using that term when worlds collide. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, they found the fraggle hole in the basement. And that fraggle, fraggle hole must have ran the distance between here and the fraggle rock. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. we don't really know where Doc lives in the world of Fraggle Rock, but we do know he winds up in Arizona and Fraggle Rock extends all the way out there. So it's mm-hmm. just, uh, that's just magic. There's just no explanation for that. It's Fraggle magic. They found a teleport world and, uh, you know, and that's a portal into the Fraggle world, as it were. A couple really great things to note about this next section or this section we're, we're talking about is when you said uh, Cookie Monster and Animal Meeting, of course, Cookie Monster stealing all the cookies from Janice. I just made some cookies. <laughs> and uh, he, he does all the om-nom-noms. And, of course, Rizzo the Rat uh, trying to shack up with uh, with Oscar the Grouch, which is great. I've never mm-hmm. shared my can with anyone before. And then the Christmas pageant. Uh, that happens with Ernie and Bert and the gang, uh, doing their, uh, their Christmas pageant was just, uh, just great, great stuff. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it's watching Ernie 
just continue to goad Bert and push him into these situations where Bert has to play Ma. And so, of course, that's hilarious. Uh, and, and everyone else gets to watch, you know, the Muppet Show crew and every, everyone else gets to, uh, gets to watch and laugh along. And of course, you remember who got to play Santa Claus? Oh, well, why did you tell everybody? Go ahead. Well, it's, it's a two-headed monster who got, because he had never been Santa, or they, both of them said it. They said it. Uh, however, Ernie <laughs> resolves that with Bert, but what a ridiculous climax to a hilarious segment. I uh, know, and once again, your favorite Jerry Nelson there with the two-headed monster. Just, yes. I, I, I have to sit back and I, I laugh. On that, by the way, did I What's ever that? Did, What's that? did I ever tell you the story of how the two-headed monster came to be? You know, I'm, I believe you mentioned on your show a long time ago, but why don't you go ahead and, and talk yeah, about it? Yeah, so, so, well, Richard Hunt is, is one of the two-headed monsters, and as you mentioned, Jerry Nelson is the other. And I love this story because it, it's just, it, it's a beautiful story about how these, how these, uh, performers really are. There, there's no off button if you're a Muppet performer. I don't know if you've ever gotten to see any of these folks up close and personal doing their thing. Um, but they're great and they're, they're crazy in a wonderfully warm way that makes them supremely qualified to be Muppet performers. Well, Jerry Nelson and Richard Hunt both had houses next to each other. They were neighbors up on Cape Cod, and they would sit on their front porches and shout to each other in the made-up language that eventually became the language of the two-headed monster, and that's where that character comes from. Oh, wow. Yes. That is that is superb. I love that. That's a great story. Uh, another thing that happens in this next section is the Swedish chef gets a runaround from the turkey and says, well, I've got, uh, if you think, I've, if, if you think I'm, uh, I'm the great bird, you need to look at what's going on in the living room. And what do you know? There's the biggest bird of them all. This overgrown canary, big bird. Yeah. Sitting out there and the Swedish chef loses it. He's like, Oh boy, I can't believe it. <laughs> the gobla gobla humonga. I think yeah, that's right. Exact phrase there. Um, this, this turkey, by the way, let's just, this, this is kind of a, this is a bird that showed up to Christmas in, I don't know where, but in the middle of a snowstorm with a tennis racket, let's not forget. Remember that one? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, this, I, I don't, you could say maybe he's, he's kind of clever, but not the most savvy bird in the world. Uh, yeah, exactly. Enough to, enough to fool the Swedish chef, definitely. Oh, yeah. To he's point. definitely pulling the wool over the Swedish chef's lack of eyes. Yes, um, yes, that's true. I'm Ashley Eckstein, Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars Rebels on Disney XD, and this is the WDW Tiki Room with Kristen and Aljon on Sorcerer Radio. Hi there. <laughs> Did you wish to talk to me about something, Mr. Cook, sir? <laughs> Gee, nice kitchen. <laughs> hey, are you going to have cranberry sauce and mashed potatoes? I just want to hear about the whole meal here. Uh, but first, I want to give this little present to you. It's it's chocolate covered birdseed. I made it myself. I wanted to give it to you because, well, I know that you're from Sweden, and it must be hard for you because you're away from your family and loved ones during the holidays. At Christmas, there are places and people and things that become very very special. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. 
Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe. Though it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas. Mr. Cook, tell me exactly what are you going to fix for Christmas dinner? Uh, uh, oh, oh, um, scraper wheat and cranberry butchers. Shredded wheat and cranberry sauce, yeah. my absolute favorite. Yeah. Ooh, going to be lots of snow for me to shovel tomorrow. Uh, it's getting worse and worse out there. Aren't you glad you're in here all warm and toasty? I just wish Miss Piggy were. Okay! When I yell three, get it! One, two, three! I'll go out looking for her. Really? But but you've never even met Miss Piggy. Well, we we never met any of you on a little while ago, and now we're friends. Oh. You see, Sprocky and I were gonna spend Christmas alone, but this is better. Now, what's your friend look like? Uh, well, uh, uh, to begin with, uh, she's a pig. Well, up to a short while ago, I would have thought that strange. I'll give it a try. Gee, thanks, Doc. You'll be sorry. It's cold enough to freeze your Winnebago. What a sweet guy. Uncle Kermit. Robin? Where are you? In the cellar. What are you doing down there? I made a discovery. Oh, yeah? What are are you talking about? You remember telling me about fraggle holes? Uh, yeah, so? And how, if I ever found one, that we could go into Fraggle Rock and maybe meet some fraggles? Uh, so? Is that one? Ooh, look at that. Well, it certainly looks like one. You never know where you're going to find these things. Can we go in, Uncle Kermit? Well, maybe maybe just a little ways. See if we can meet anyone. Watch your step, Robin. Gee, it's kind of scary. These are beautiful caves. Hey, Uncle Kermit, wait up. Huh? Okay. Do you think this is really Fraggle Rock? Well, I don't know, but if I were a fraggle, I think this is the kind of place I'd hang out. Wait a second. I thought I heard something. Guess not. Well, me go. Whoa! Well, hi there. Uh, hi, yourself. Uh, uh, you're Fraggles. I'll say. But you're not. I'll say. Uh, no, I, I'm Kermit. This is Robin. Uh, we're frogs. Uh, what's a frog? <laughs> They're frogs. Mm-hmm. I'll say. Don't touch them. 
frogs are probably noted germ carriers. Oh, well, actually, we just came down here to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Oh, oh thank you. Oh, nice. Uh, what's Christmas? Yeah. Oh, don't you have Christmas? No. Oh, that's when you gather together with the people you love and you wish each other peace on Earth. Oh. We have a time like that. Yes, we do. As a matter of fact, we're celebrating it right now. You see, we give each other little presents. I'm giving Boober this nice yellow pebble. And I gave Mookie that pebble last year. Yeah. And I gave it to Red the year before that. And I gave it to you, Wembley, the year before that. <laughs> that pebble's been a gift 37 times. 37 times? Yeah. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Pass it on. When it's nice and bright and it brings delight, let your heart choose right. Gotta pass it on. When it feels real good, like a feeling should. When it's understood, gotta pass it on. When you're giving love away, love will come again to stay. What you give is what you gain when you pass it on. When I give a gift to you, I know you're gonna give it too. That's why giving's what we do as we Robin, before you go, I'd like you to have this pebble. <gasps> wow. Gee, well, Merry Christmas, Freggles. Merry, Merry Christmas, Freggles. Bye. 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 Oh, gosh, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, well, it's nice to be with friends at Christmas. <laughs> uh, moving right along, uh, we do have great, of course, more great music and hilarity ensues. We finally get to Fraggle Rock, and they talk about they don't have Christmas at Fraggle Rock. But no, what no. they do is they do share, uh, uh, what, what was it, Steve, exactly that they share? They share, well, I know that they, they do gifts to each other. Here's um, the thing. Yeah, they, they talk about... um they ask, well, first of all, they ask Kerbin and, and Robin, what are frogs? Um, <laughs> to which Moki wisely replies, well, they're frogs. Um, but, yeah, they don't celebrate Christmas. They've never heard of Christmas, but they do have a time of year where they give each other little presents and they wish each other peace on Earth. And, in fact, they just happen to be celebrating at the time of, well, the time that everyone else is celebrating Christmas, which is interesting um, and great writing, I think, very convenient. But uh, there's another Christmas episode that we won't – I don't know if we're really going to talk about that one here, but it was just shown on ABC this past weekend, and it's a Fraggle Rock episode called Festival of the Bells, or the Bells of Fraggle Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is 
kind of the the Fraggle Christmas equivalent. But they didn't use the song from that episode in this. They use Pass It On, which is another great Fraggle song and all about giving presents and how how much fun it is to give. Yeah, and it was they've been sharing the same pebble for 30 some odd years, passing it on to each other. And they treasure that pebble, which will come out later uh, to be a gift to another uh, another friend that they just made. So right. very well preserved, aren't they? For being thirty-seven, they they, well, they they don't look a year over like five or six. I don't know how did we ever figure out how long Fraggles live? What the lifespan well, of a Fraggle is? There, there is the world's oldest Fraggle, but we don't know how old. We just know well, he's the oldest. He's so. the oldest. It's kind of like Smurfs. Well, <laughs> you Smurfs. Know? A lot like Smurfs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um finally we get to the big scene everyone convenes in the living room mm-hmm. and Statler Waldorf continue to crack jokes um you see all these great well, interactions they weren't there before and then all of a sudden Fozzie well they they, they start to make fun of Fozzie and the snowman and Fozzie disheartened says Statler Waldorf what are you guys doing here and he <laughs> finds out that his own mother is best friends with the two guys who are almost his mortal enemies, it's so sad. But here's the other thing that Al John, it always kind of, I've never figured this out. It, it's kind of a plot hole. So Emily Bear was going to be leaving to go to Malibu, right, for mm-hmm. Christmas. Right. Yet these two old guys just happen to show up because every year, according to Emily Bear, they come by for Christmas. So not sure what they would have found had the Muppets not shown up. Maybe Sattler and Waldorf should be grateful to the Muppets for uh, for their particular Christmas. I love that there is a plot hole in this special. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Where else are you going to find this type of analysis uh, but with the uh, our, our special guest, Steve Swanson, from the Muppet well, cast? And, of course, the the uh, answer to all that is, you know what, just don't overthink it. It's the Muppets. It's the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. why not? Everyone's gathered in the room. Now, did we see – I've got it paused in a, in a certain section, but it seems to me like Bean Bunny kind of shows up there, but he's not really called Bean Bunny. Uh, I don't, don't yeah, know not. exactly what the um, – you know, of course, a lot of Disney fans are listening to this. They know Bean Bunny from Muppet Vision 3D mm-hmm. and – is is that Bean Bunny in the in the in, in the scene you at know, all? I, I'm not sure that Bean Bunny was in this because I'm not sure Bean Bunny was Bean Bunny yet. If you if you have your computer in front of you, uh, look up on Muppet Wiki Tale of the Bunny Picnic okay. because whatever that year is, um, that was an originally an HBO special. Whatever year that came out, that is the debut of Bean Bunny. So he may or uh, may not have been there. I see. 1986 actually is, is, oh. is, is, uh, directed by Jim Henson in 1986. So it yeah. may be. It might be. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that now. Yeah. Um, it is at, uh, I'm looking at this at the timestamp of 4324. Okay. And right. it, it looks, it literally looks like it's right underneath the two-headed monster is what it look appears to be okay. a bean bunny sighting. So if anyone can help us find bean, <laughs> Where's Bean? Where's yeah. Bean? 
Um, please check it out. And then you can also now here see- comes Sweetums with a huge flashlight looking around the theater. <laughs> that you see, I try to slide them in there. And I, I set them up, and you knock them down. That's how this show works. Yes. Um, I believe there's also a tele sighting, and or maybe oh, Elmo, yeah. quite possibly. Mm-hmm. So take Definitely. a look at that. Yeah, uh, in there as well. Everyone, the warm fields are happening. Rolf is at the piano. They all have their uh, "It's a Wonderful Life" moment with, uh, and then uh, Miss Piggy finally shows up. Her perm is absolutely great, and Kermit mm. gives quintessential uh, P- perm. Yeah, that's right. The, the '80s perm, the Suzanne Summers, if you will. Yeah. Yes, and uh, Kermit gives uh, Piggy. Uh, a mink, and what I mean is uh, a mink that happens to be her number one fan, which she loves. She loves that idea, of course, of an adoring mm-hmm. fan uh, following her from place to place. More and possibly- mink. <laughs> That's right. Kermit, we hear shouting outside. It could be Miss Piggy. Oh, oh, let's go. Anyone see her out there? Well, at least the storm has eased up a bit. Uh, uh, Chef, why don't you make some hot soup? And Mrs. Bear, would you put some extra blankets on her bed? Wait a minute, there she is. What? (laughs) Yeah, and she don't look bad. For a pig. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, Kermit. Am I late? I, I, I don't know how to explain this, Kermit, but I was searching through the snow and suddenly there was Miss Piggy with this costume for me. You don't have to explain, Doc. If there's one thing Piggy knows, it's how to make an entrance. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. Just no matter how far away you are. When you pine for the sunshine of the friendly days. idea. Love hanger, love hanger. Ah. That's the only way animal ever sleeps, man. See, <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I told you it'd be easy. They're weirdos, Fuzzy. Yeah. But they're nice weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody, it's Christmas Eve and the tree is trimmed, so it's time for our annual carol sing. Take it, Rolf. 
Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays to you. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. May the merry bells keep ringing. May your every wish come true. Ding dong merrily on high. In heaven the bells are ringing. Ding dong verily the sky is riven with angels singing. What's that? It's pretty. Let's go see, eh? Yeah. yeah. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. What was in those ships all three on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day? And what was in those ships all three on Christmas Day in the morning? Good King Wenceslas looked out on the feast of Stephen When the snow lay round about, deep and crisp and even Brightly shone the moon at night, though the frost was cruel When a poor man came in sight Both full grown Of all the trees that are in the wood The holly bears the crown For the rising of the sun And the running of the deer The playing of the merry horns We sing it in the choir I'll be home for Christmas you can count on me. You'll have snow and mistletoe and presents on the tree. Happy holiday! Happy holiday! Happy holiday! Happy holiday! May the calendar. Gather near to us once more, Biggie. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Through the years. All will be together If the fates allow Hang a shining star upon the highest bough And have yourself a merry little Christmas
joyous voice is sweet and clear. Sing the sad of heart to cheer. Ding dong, ding dong, Christmas bells are ringing. Ding dong, ding dong, Christmas bells are ringing. Caroling, caroling, near and far. Following, following on the star. Mark you well the song we sing. Glad some tidings now we bring. Christmas bells are ringing. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play. And wild and sweet, the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. In every one of us to be wise, find your heart, open up both your eyes. We present is a mink. Ah, a mink! A mink. I've always wanted it. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, uh, Maureen? Hi, I'm Maureen the mink. What? She said, hi, I'm Maureen the mink. I heard her. I heard her. Mm. Oh, I mean, this, is, this is the mink? My mink? Of course. Oh, Miss Piggy, I've seen everything you've done. I'm your biggest fan. I worship the ground you walk on. <laughs> what a wonderful present! <laughs> Speaking of presents, Grover, I'd like you to have this fraggle pebble. <gasps> this fraggle pebble here is for me? 
Oh, I just love Christmas. <laughs> ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, everyone! We wish you a Merry Christmas. And the the one of the most biggest surprises that mm. I've ever seen is the maker himself, the the legend that is Jim Henson, doing the dishes at the end. Yeah, um, I was not expecting that because I'd forgotten about it. Yeah, and you know what? Um, they wanted to start doing some TV specials where Jim did make appearances near the end. Um, this is one of them. If you go back and watch the Muppets 30th anniversary special, he has a cameo in that as well. And they wanted, like I said, to continue that. Now, obviously, they didn't get to do that. Um, but he was always kind of in some sort of little minor role there. And I think that's just perfect. And by the way, his jacket, talking about quintessential 80s, <laughs> I, without looking at it right offhand, I believe it was a zebra print suit You're jacket. Right. Am I right? You're right. Okay. Yep. So, uh so yeah, everyone everyone is definitely rocking eighties in this one. I I love it because Jim is wearing his uh, gray bow tie. I'm looking at now. Sprocket is there, by the way. Sprocket, such a great character. Mm-hmm. And, and his comment was, uh, you know, lo- looks like they're having a good time. Sprocket and Sprocket Bart says, "Yep, I like it when they have a good time." Well, they certainly seem to be having a good time out there, Sprocket. Yeah, I like it when they have a good time. But I tell you what, somebody's got to do something about these dishes, Sprocket. Come on. I'll wash and you dry, okay? Look up, dear. Uh-oh. Mistletoe. Merry Christmas, Kenny. Merry Christmas, Piggy. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That is so good. Yeah. And I believe that's a great way of, of wrapping things up. Uh, Steve, thank you so much for joining us on this show. To at least yeah. talk and share some insights about this. The last thing... Um, or maybe some final words regarding a Muppet family Christmas, Steve, from you uh, to tell our listeners out there. What, what are some final uh, thoughts and and uh, and feels you have toward this show? You know what? Just go watch this special. I mean, tonight before you go to bed. This is this is one of the best collections of Muppets doing things around the holidays. I don't I don't care what you celebrate. This this has something for you. Um, it's just a nice warm moment in time for the Muppets and I think that completely comes through for us fans um, if you like music if you like Muppets, if you like to have a good time and laugh and smile, you, you can't go wrong here, so definitely look this one up, make it part of your yearly Christmas viewing. I will echo that and it is something for the entire family, no, what, no matter what age, where you come from. This is just a really good feeling show. It's something that I rediscovered a couple years ago, and uh, it's all because of the magic of the Internet that I can relive and that you and I, Steve, and, and the rest of our listeners and viewers can relive these moments of our childhood that we've long forgotten. And bam, there it is right in front of us. And uh, it, it does bring those great feels back. Um, the characters that you know and love interacting 
in such a great way. Um, brilliantly written, brilliantly produced, brilliantly performed. And, uh, and of course, Jim Henson at the very end to, uh, to really set it off right. So it's just a great show. And I encourage just like you just to, to have everybody watch and enjoy a Muppet family Christmas. And I hope you enjoyed our presentation of commentary regarding this show, as well as some highlights and audio on WDW Tiki Room on Sorcerer Radio. And I encourage everyone to check out WDWTikiRoom.com for the podcast, as well as uh, other interviews with uh, Imagineers, actors from ABC and uh, ABC Family and the Disney Channel in there as well. Steve, once again, where can everybody find you? Yes, you can find me over at MuppetCast.com. We have weekly episodes up until the end of the year celebrating the season with our favorite furry and felty and fuzzy characters. And uh, then we're going to be, uh, well, getting ready for the new year. Lots of stuff coming up. There's, uh, well, MuppetCast.com as a blog and a news resource has blown up this year. I've, I'm so, so proud of everyone who's contributed to that to make it what it is. Um, and, uh, well, you're going to see a lot of great stuff coming up at the uh, beginning of next year with the Muppet Madness Tournament. Coming back in a huge way. Can't really say too much, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so stick around and catch up on all the old shows. In the meantime, we'll be right there in iTunes. There you go. Thank you so much, Steve. Merry Christmas to you and every, you and yours. And, uh, enjoy this Muppet time of year. Merry Christmas, Al John. Merry Christmas. All right. So, uh, that concludes, uh, concludes this particular show. Right. I do open up, um, just really quick, if anyone has questions out there in the Blabiverse, the universe out there, we have people that are watching. Feel free. I've opened yeah. up the chair. If you want to uh, ask questions about the Muppets and Steve, uh, to Steve and myself, um, I'm going to get things started here and cool. ask you um, really quickly, where's Walter? <laughs> That's where's a Walter in the new Muppet I show? I don't know. I wish I did. Uh, I, there's a fan theory that he's behind the camera, and that... That at least sounds feasible, but uh, there's several characters that we have been looking for this year, and he, uh, Robin, is another one. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't really seen him, but yeah, I would love to see Walter, and I know that they're going to be kind of retooling some things and changing a couple things around uh, when they come back in late February, and I hope that the addition of Walter is one of those positive changes. Okay, so um, I am curious um, when now. Of course, I know the the your thoughts on on the uh, Muppets so far this year. Um, I'm just curious um, uh, what has worked for you with this new incarnation of the Muppets in prime time, and maybe what hasn't worked for you. That's a really good question. Um, I think the best thing. Well, I. I'll start the things that, that don't work because there aren't many, but they're, they're really, I think, easy to spot. And you saw this earlier in some of the early episodes of this season where it really became the episodes that were all about Miss Piggy just feuding with the guest star of the week. I think a lot of that, it, it gave the Muppets some, ch- some chances to get out of the studio. Like she went out to the Habitat for Humanity thing and that's, a, you know, a nice little way to uh, mention them. Uh, but as far as a storyline goes, I don't think things like that really work with, when it's just all about Miss Piggy um, being egotistical and adversarial. I don't think that works. I think her ego is, is definitely funny. That's one of the things that makes her who she is. Um, but I think some of there were some attempts to make the show like too snarky and with too much attitude right at the very beginning. Uh, but I think they've really gotten a handle on that tone, and they've made it more about the relationships between the Muppets themselves. 
which is what the best Muppet material is always around. It revolves around at least a couple characters. They've really invented some new relationships. I love the new stuff between Sam Eagle and Janice. Oh, MG. I hate to sound like a, mon- a millennial. Anytime because- it comes up. Oh, man, it's the best. Because we get to watch Sam Eagle regress to, like, an eighth-grade boy. Try I love to it. get the girl. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, when I saw the karaoke night show. That one is yeah. – that was my favorite until I saw the Christmas episode this, this week. Okay. Uh, but up until then, yeah, I was judging every episode against – because let's face it, the Muppets singing, as we've been talking about for the last however long, almost an hour here – Mm-hmm. That's that's the best thing, and w- we we had some great chances for musical numbers that they completely missed, um, which also kind of led to to some of the eh, the not so great moments of the show. But man, when that episode hit, when they were at karaoke night, um, that's when I knew oh they're they're beginning to figure this out. They they know that we need more music with the Muppets, and uh, then Dave Grohl coming in, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was amazing, was so good, yeah, and um, even. Um, uh, uh, Gordon Levitt uh, yes. jumping in there that was and doing really the good. you know that fly me to the moon. That is, he did a great job. Yeah, yeah Joseph Gordon Levitt. Uh, he was uh, he played Robin, uh, ironically, on uh, Batman. Uh, what was it? The last Batman. Oh uh, wow! Okay. So he well, and he wasn't That's Robin as in Robin in the suit, but he was actually a cop that would supposedly become Robin in the future uh, with okay. the, the last Dark Knight movie. But um, All right. but he's he's hilarious. But uh, you know he definitely does a lot of uh, great stuff. And I, I the cameos with the different celebs have been great. Leah Thompson yeah. being wonderful. Yeah, oh, because we know that if you watch all the the things, and I mentioned this on on my show before, is that Kermit obviously has a pass with Reese Witherspoon, even when he was dating Miss Piggy, Mm -hmm. Uh, because he really has a crush on Reese, and to see them interact was was great. But the karaoke was, as you mentioned before, the Christmas special, like one of the uh, the episodes that I did a top five, I think, for my blog, and I said that was definitely my favorite of all because you saw the Muppets interact in a way that was familiar, but in a new setting. Yes. And yes. they were able to, and you were able to get those new relationships, you know, as you said, with Janice and Sam the Eagle, which mm-hmm. is great. Yeah, I mean, two more opposite <laughs> characters. Oh, you can man. find two more opposite characters. Yeah. I love that um, Rolf's Tavern now as a venue, as a kind of a musical venue. I think that's mm-hmm. so appropriate. Uh, we've mm-hmm. gotten to see some, a couple scenes with, Rolf sort of dispensing wisdom at the piano and things like that. That's perfect. That's exactly where he should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bunsen and Beaker doing their thing. Even Gonzo got, kind of getting back to his old antics. I love they're, that. They're starting to really hit the hit the the old notes again, and they're starting to really kind of see that you know it's it's never going to be the old Muppet Show. And I think that's something that people really had some trouble coming to grips with right at the outset. You know, like this doesn't look like the old Muppets. Well, it's not going to be the old Muppets, and you know what? It shouldn't. We I, I want the next chapter. I want something new. I want McCurman and Miss Piggy to break up because I want to see what those characters do out in the wild. Then you know, mm-hmm. yeah, they needed it. It was. It's kind of a, a needed reboot, right? Yes. Because if yeah. you have if you have Superman and Lois Lane already married with children, it's not quite as interesting sure. as the chase. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's you no know? drama there. There's no story to be told. Yeah. And and I even I kinda like Kermit's new girlfriend. I do. I just don't think she's gonna stick around too long because 
psychologically, she's kind of a healthy character. That doesn't really fly well with the Muppets. So Kermit needs, like, complete dysfunction. He needs to chase Piggy, which he's doing. And kind of, and he even alluded to that. Like, there's these kind of strange, new, confusing feelings that came from that uh, Christmas episode. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with all that. Absolutely. John L.S. says, why can't J.D. pronounce Ralph? Okay, so my friend J.D. Hansel, uh, <laughs> who I, I podcast with a lot, he, he tends to say Ralph. But he defends it by saying some of the other Muppet characters also say Ralph. So canonically, it still works. And I guess, man, I, I wish he said Rolf, too. I really do. But <laughs> I, can only, I can only change me. So. You know, it's like, it's like saying, you know, in my, in, in, in Star Wars, how come people say Han Solo, but yet, yeah. Lando Calrissian says, Han, old buddy, old pal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. and George Lucas simply says, well, it's just a dialect. You know, it's okay. Han to some people and Han to some other people. Yeah. 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 I didn't and realize it, this until I saw someone post it today. Han never sets foot in the Millennium Falcon for the entirety of Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. It's so weird, isn't I, it? I, are you? When, when are you seeing the new movie? By the way, are well, you uh, first thing. Well, yes, uh, Thursday night. Actually, uh, my wife and I, who's uh, our co-host typically on Tiki Room, which, by the way, she says hi, Steve, by the way. She wishes she could have been on the show. She's feeling oh, okay. a little under the weather tonight, so she opted out. But uh, we will be seeing Star Wars The Force Awakens Thursday night around 10, 10 p.m. here in Nashville. So Very good. Very How about you? Friday afternoon. Yes. All right. My entire team from work, we're going to see it together. It's a team building exercise, right? So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're, you're, you're building, uh, you're building relationships. Yes. You're, you're, you're helping uh, build, establish rapport with each mm-hmm. other. So the team building exercise and the field trip is always good. Just ask the Muppets. They did it back That's at karaoke, right. karaoke night. It was good for morale. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, on that note, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you, everyone in Blab, for watching WDW Tinker Room and our very special uh, show about a Muppet family Christmas. And, Steve, Merry Christmas to you, buddy. Merry Christmas to you. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. Hey, don't forget to send me a postcard from the Muppet Studios. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't do that, Walter. But... Gary, because you're coming with us. <gasps> Book your next Disney vacation with Kristen Hetzel of Magical Journeys Travel, an unconventional agency for the unconventional client. Magical Journeys is dedicated to finding the best pricing for your next magical journey. Wait a minute. I love that idea. Kristen will work hard to save you money and give you the quality of service you deserve. As a well-established agency and an authorized Disney vacation planner, Magical Journeys Travel has many years in the travel industry and dealing with the infamous Disney reservation system. Let Kristen help you plan your next magical journey. To book travel or for a free quote, please contact Kristen Hetzel at www.magicaljourneystravel.com forward slash Kristen. Follow her on Twitter at Kristen Hetzel. Come on, everybody. Magical Journeys, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Rebel Force Radio. Your source for the Force. Star Wars news and commentary. With Jason Swank and Jimmy Mack. I've seen Star Wars 500 times. Weekly live shows and podcasts. R-F-R. Like Rebel Force Radio on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Rebel Force Radio. Your new source for the Force. Rebel Force Radio. With Jason Swank and Jimmy Mack. Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com. 
crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the geek revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join We Be Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Listen to We Be Geeks podcast on iTunes and Stitcher or online at webegeeks.net. We Be Geeks, your voice for the geek revolution. Want to know more? I'm Al John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcast, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro-AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit GatorFrameworks.com. Product provided in exchange for promotional consideration. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts Al John Go and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossard, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com.